you stuck-up, half-witted, scruffy-looking nerf herder. Who's scruffy-looking? Hello, what have we here? I just assumed he's a walking. Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to episode four of Scruffy Looking Podcasters. I am now rejoined as your co-co-host, James. I had a little incident last week, but anyways, I'm back. Ted, hey. with us? And get Kev with us? Yo! Hello. Oh, boys, Hello. How, are we do- how are we doing today? Oh, good. Excellent, excellent, excellent. So, James, 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 there's no truth in the rumors. You got the lawyers involved to come back. Yeah, well, you know, it is it is what it is, I suppose. No, my my uh, my head was a simple accident. Yeah, tell I, us, tell us, tell us, tell us. I hit it on the corner of a trunk door when it was open on someone else's car, and then just stabbed into the top of my head, and blood was just gushing everywhere. So I had fortunately stuck that because God forbid I was not going to get this shit over my suit because we just came from a project interview that my firm's going for. And uh, it was just crazy. It was like, no, get off the suit. Not the suit. Not the suit. I've got to say from the pictures, you did an amazing job not getting it on the suit. That is oh, some fucking you. seriously good coordination there, man. <laughs> not to get any on the suit. Oh, that, no, man, dude, that blood was, was everywhere. That blood it was, was everywhere, man. <laughs> Let me tell you, it was. It was everywhere. Now, the real but, question uh, is, is would a Stormtrooper helmet would have uh, protected you from that? <laughs> Oh my god, yeah, dude. It would have it would have absolutely saved my life. And that would have looked really good in the interview as well, wouldn't it? That would have looked really good in the uh, presentation. I don't, with, oh, I don't yeah. know, like sticks and rocks can can like from the Ewoks could get through it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Jesus Christ. He's just talking about the corner of a trunk, you know? Also printing the yeah, pretty friggin' yeah. sharp rocks they're putting at the end of those spears. One one little pebble and it wipes the empire yeah, yeah. out. So uh, I think James would have <laughs> Yeah, oh my god. Oh man. The Emperor's yeah. finest 501st gets destroyed by <laughs> fucking Muppets. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode four. You can check us out on email at uh, scruffylookingpodcasters at gmail.com. You can also reach out to us on Twitter. My handle is Hebert207Ed. Scruffy looking Ed with no G. And Kev. It's KPG1974. Nice, excellent, excellent. So feel free to to message us on Twitter, send us an email or something like that. We'll answer any questions that you have. We received a couple questions. We'll try to get to them as time permits, but we got a real lot of stuff to cover today. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, plenty. News. Our, pod, our pod also has a Twitter. It's called at Scruffy Podcast. Oh yeah, at at Scruffy Podcasters. Well, the handle is only at Scruffy Podcast. Yeah, yeah, right on, right on, right on. See, I'm so <laughs> <with> this. 
Welcome back, James. Welcome back. Well, you know, the head's a little bit weird. So let's before I go, because of public Are you hallucinating already? Are you seeing things already? Public service announcement to everyone out there listening. If you ever do something like this and you need a staple put in your head like I did, uh, don't go to the emergency room. Go to a quick care. Go to a walking care somewhere. It goes by so much faster. I sat in the waiting room at the hospital, emergency room, lobby, whatever, for almost three hours, and I finally said, fuck it, I'm out of here. I'm going to go to a quick care, where they had me in and out in an hour with a staple in my head. So, it basically, I was, I was still alive, so it wasn't like a near death. So you weren't, you, weren't, you weren't urgent then, because you were still I wasn't. Yeah, I wasn't triaged right away, because it was such a low priority yeah. item. It's just bleeding out of my head that I'm just you, holding on with you my You give him the finger on the way out? So I'm going somewhere better. Anyway. See, we have the we have the we have the glorious NHS over here, so we're all fine. Everything's fine over here. Oh yeah, <laughs> everything's fine here now. Thank you. How um, are you? So like, I get to the quick care. It's in and out because obviously I'm the most serious one. It's this blood, like dried blood, on the side of my face and on my forehead, my nose and stuff, and but not on the suit. Not on the suit. Not on the suit. Well, they had the me suit. in and out quick and put the old lady with a headache and a stomachache kind of, you know, oh, sorry, honey, you take the back seat of this dude who's got blunt trauma <laughs> to his skull. Yeah, but she's well, lived anyway, longer than you, James. She's lived longer than you. She deserves Yeah, that's priority. right. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Come on. Fucking let's selfish. Go. Let's not go there. Let's not go selfish there. So bastard. we had a big week. We have Force Friday this past week. Um, we've got lots of things. Um where I lived, I did not go to the midnight release because I stayed up until 11.30. I was like, all right, going to go jump in my truck and head out out there. And I just fell asleep on the couch and woke up at 2 a.m. And I was like, oh, fuck it, whatever. So 7, 8 a.m. the next day, I wake up, I go in. There's nothing left. The, like the Black <laughs> Series stuff, I'm not really into the Black Series stuff. All I want was a Thrawn figure. That's all I wanted because obviously, as you guys know, Thrawn is my dude. He's my favorite blueberry out there. He is the man. But all they had were friggin' beach troopers. Like mm. hey, Kylo Ren, a couple Darth Vaders, and uh, a couple of the constables from uh, Force Awakens. Oh, and, God. And... Constable Zuvio. Oh, yeah. It, like, why? 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 You deserve an action figure? Really? You? No. No, that's terrible. Mm. So I went to Target. They absolutely had nothing. And then I went to Toys R Us when they reopened again at 10 a.m. that day. Because I had the $20 gift card that I just wanted to spend on something. I was like, oh, I'll get the Thrawn Black Series action figure. Nope. Wasn't true. <laughs> Luckily, Ed, who was in a more remote part of the state of Maine, was able to get your basic pick, pick of the litter for all the stuff up at your Target. Because apparently nobody lives near where you are. Or Star Wars fans, anyways. Right? Yep, I, I came in clutch again for you, James. Dude, you did. You hooked me up with the Thrawn pin, a celebration that I'll never forget for the rest of my <clears> life. <throat> and then you hooked me up with the Black Series Thrawn action figure, which I Venmoed you for immediately afterwards. I just get a wait delivery, and hopefully I get it someday. <laughs> You'll get it. Uh, okay. Don't take it. Don't don't deliver it, Ed. Fuck him. <laughs> he'll mail it to don't you, take... Captain. Yeah, he'll, he'll, get, he'll get it to me, and I'll have... I'll have two of them. I'll have two of that's, them. That's right. Well, what you'll do, Kev, is you'll bring it with you when you go to Skellig. And then <laughs> yeah, I'm going to bury it. I'm burying it. I'm, I'm, I'm burying that throne. That throne is on that island. Just living <laughs> it up under the, the ground. Leave Living the cannoli. it up under the I mean, leave the throne. Yeah. yeah. So, Ed, Ed, just a quick one. Did what you did do you a get? midnight one? 
No, uh, the, well, the nearest one to me would have been where James is, actually, mm. which would yeah. have been 45 minutes south. Yeah. Um, so I, what I did was I went to the gym and then got out of the gym at like 7.30, and <clears> I'm like, hey, Target opens at 8. Mm. So I went over to Target, went in at 8, and there was plenty, <laughs> plenty of Black Series. No, Ed, 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 come on. Tell us of your, I've seen your pictures oh, of yeah. your. Or salvage, shall we say? So I got the Ray, I got the Luke, I got the Thrawn. I probably should have gotten the Executioner Stormtrooper <laughs> since that was a, an exclusive there, but I didn't. Oh, oh, I won't mind that. I, I know, right? That. Yeah. How stupid am I? Yeah, anyway. you are. Stupid. <laughs> stupid. Stupid. I also Dude, got some Funko stuff. Pops. I got the Snoke, the BB-9E, the Porg, the... Uh, there was something else. What else did I get? You got Lego, didn't you? Oh, yeah. And I got the Lego Star Destroyer. The first oh. Orc. Have you um, started construction? <laughs> uh, no. I'm waiting for a night... My wife and I will probably tackle it together. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also got a like a stuffed porg, as you can see on my Twitter. Oh, fuck it up. And better yet, I got a porg Pez dispenser. Uh, I do like that picture with you with the porg, because that porg compared to your head size is it's big. It's, fuck, it's fucking big, man. You've got a. <laughs> there's a massive pork on your shoulder, like a parrot, just sitting there, and it's like it's bigger see, than your head. <laughs> you see the porks they were handing out as like prizes at some of the targets at the midnight release. They were huge. Yeah, I saw the guy on Facebook that won one, and it was just ginormous, wasn't it? Yeah, on Twitter they were talking. This guy from Australia and California won one, and yeah. he's like, he's like doing a little contest to give it away because he can't bring it back to Australia. Like they won't. Jesus, <laughs> they're fuckers, aren't they? That's just yeah, wrong. It's, isn't it? a, it's one of those importing of foreign animals law. You know, like you have to get all these vaccinations, and otherwise you have to shoot it on site because it might endanger the whatever fucking rare bird population. Hey, that that would be cool, wouldn't it? If there were like loads of like little kids getting on the plane, and they're like, "We've got to shoot this pog in the head in front of the children." We <laughs> <laughs> double tab it here. Quickly. <laughs> Put the pork down, sir. Put the pork down. Oh, I also, down. on my lunch break, I went to GameStop and got the DJ Funko Pop, which was the exclusive, and the Chewbacca holding a porg. I did not get the flocked one, which is like the fuzzy, furry one. Like, they actually make Funkos yeah. that, like, feel furry. It's weird. They call ah, it. So you, sorry, Ed, you got the DJ one, did you? I did, yes. I How did. is it? Is it good? I love it. It's awesome. Yeah. Display at work with my other... 30 of them or whatever I have you on know, my, yeah, on my yeah, cubicle. Put a, put a picture of that one. I've not seen that one. Because, um, yeah, it was it was really weird because I went looking at those because I, <clears throat> I wasn't going to buy any of those apart from the DJ one. I thought, if I see that one, I'll get it. And I looked on the box of like all the others and he wasn't on there. You know, on the... Um, yeah, they put exclusives on the back. No. <clears throat> so I, I just couldn't get that over here at all. Um, I was in Best Buy today, and I saw the exclusive they got, which is a double pack of BB-8, BB-9E. But the BB-9E kind of looks the same as the one I got. And yeah, okay, yeah. Like, the BB-8 has, like, a claw sticking out and, like, other 
things open up in, on him. I don't know. I didn't yeah. think it was that's it. weird. Yeah, that sounds... Yeah. So, J- James, did you get anything else apart from what Ed got you? Uh, <laughs> oh, yes. Okay, so this is exciting. So Groupon had a pay $10, get a $20 gift certificate at Toys R Us. I'm like, yes, sweet. I'll do that. <laughs> so I go in... And I'm looking around for the Lego Phantom because it has, obviously, the little Lego Thrawn. And it's like, yes, I hate this Phantom Lego. It looks gross and weird and stuff. But it's got the only one that has the Thrawn Lego figure. So, all right, I'll get it. But they didn't have one there at the Toys R Us. I had to order it online. It's like, I don't know. I don't know. I got to pay shipping because they can't ship it to the store, apparently. So I looked around, looked around, and I found on eBay, dude selling like the Lego Thrawn thing for like six bucks with like two bucks for shipping. It's like eight dollars. Well, okay, all right. So I bought that, not really from Toys R Us, but I got it from eBay, and I used that twenty dollar gift card to get the Micro Fighters, the Y Wing Micro Fighter, and one of the Tie Micro Fighters, and I paid. <clears throat> I all I had to pay on top of the gift card was like a dollar eighty for it. Oh, beautiful, man, beautiful. Yeah, yeah. No, so I was pretty psyched about so, that. Sorry, and, the, um, sorry, James, the Thrawn, is it just the Thrawn figure then that they're sending you? Uh, just the Thrawn figure. Yeah, I'm getting cool, yeah, this cool. dude on eBay that just basically peeled it off to sell it for way more than, obviously, you know, making money. Was, a couple yeah. Of <laughs> yeah, okay. The suckers like me who buys everything that's grand on the Thrawn. Fucking crit for fools like you. Are you just yep, spend your money pretty on. much, pretty much. <laughs> and I also... Uh, I so I play all obviously I play X Wing miniatures and uh, love that game. But I'm trying to get into Armada too. And this dude was posted posting on the uh, Armada <clears throat> Facebook page that he had the starter set and two Victory Class Star Destroyer expansion sets, all of it for like a hundred bucks, include shipping. Wow! Yeah, and it's ninety nine bucks or eighty nine ninety nine for just the starter set alone, and forty forty bucks, thirty bucks for the the two. Each expansion set, so it's like a hundred and sixty, hundred and seventy dollars worth of stuff right there for a hundred bucks. It's like, oh sure, I'm pissing it all away. Might as well piss away some more money. So, <laughs> um, yeah, so I got that coming to me. That's gonna be. I just checked the status on that from USPS. That's gonna be coming tomorrow. Oh. So when I get that, my my fleet of three Victory Class Star Destroyers, I'll post that up on my Twitter. Eight Hebert two zero seven. Like I posted today, I posted um, my collection of all my Star Wars novels, and I got some of my posters and stuff that I got up uh, from um, um, Star Wars Celebration, my Timothy Zahn autograph Thrawn poster, uh, a cool poster Ed got me that says Join the Empire, which I was really awesome. Thanks for that, Ed. It was more of an early birthday yeah. person. Um, and then I got the uh, autograph from uh, Governor Price. Uh, Miss McGlynn <laughs> that we met over air, over at Star Wars Celebration. Yeah, she was she was okay, wasn't she? She was cool. I don't know. She was pretty. She was pretty dope. She was hilarious. Really cool. Really cool. Yeah. yeah. It was the big. It was like the best mistake we made because originally we were just going to get the autograph, but then I accidentally signed us up for photos too. Um, but I mean, there was like four people in line for her because she's, <clears> you know, she's a voice actress. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, I don't care about voice actresses, whatever. But you know what? Mm. They do a hell of a job. Like, mm. if it wasn't for people like her doing the voices of these awesome antagonists like Governor Price and Rebels, like, come on. They add such a they add such a cool, like, you know, depth to everything about the about the series. And it was really awesome meeting her. She was actually probably the funnest person that we had met that entire week. Yeah. Obviously. Even, yeah, even better than you, Kev. 
Yeah, um. I know. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, mate. Thank you. Yeah. You're on. Um, but I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. You said at the time how cool she was, but uh, yeah, I just had to wait in line for three and a half hours and fucking no. Let's not go down that route again. I can't be bothered with that. <laughs> it's just <laughs> fucking not. I just can't be bothered with that. So talking um, about all the hours you waited in line for nothing. Mm, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's like my Vietnam. That is. It's like my Vietnam. <laughs> It's just yep. uh, a horrible, horrible, horrible waiting in lines and everything. But no, I know you said how good she was, but yeah, yeah, that was, um, yeah, what a, yeah, they do do a great job, the voice actors, but uh, yeah, I know you said she was cool. Yeah, so, no, she's pretty uh, dope, so I got a picture of her, uh, she autographed the Governor Price photo. Long live the yeah. Empire! So that's hey. pretty, yeah, that was pretty cool. So I got that hanging nice. out there. And uh, yeah, she's pretty dope. So I have that, and then all of my Star Wars books, all neatly arranged, double stacks. So you can't really see all of them; you only see half of them because that's right. Uh, I know. I just noticed that the way they're set up on the bookshelf, they're they're two stacks deep. Um, oh, so I might I might actually have to build my own sort of custom bookshelf for that wall. Yeah, that's a good I idea. Have every single book I have out on a clear display because I still grab them. I'll still grab yeah. old books from. I talked about this in episode two, but Legends, or as the original, we'll call it the original expanded universe. I still pull those books out and read them all the time, mm-hmm. especially the Timothy Zahn stuff because that shit's fucking awesome. But like, yeah, the Jedi yeah. Academy series was awesome. Uh, Children of the Children of the Jedi. No, that was terrible. The Crystal Star? Nah, also terrible. But but anyway, so yeah, that's my sort of experience with uh, Force Friday. You know, got some cool Armada stuff. Got my Lego stuff. And thanks to Ed, I'm going to get my Black Series drawn. So You hope. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, unless <laughs> Ed just like sells it off somewhere. Right, Ed? <laughs> yeah, to me. To me. <laughs> Kev, what'd you get? Oh, well... <clears throat> Not too much, not too much to be fair. Um, <clears throat> I got um, a playset from Disney, you know, the episode eight figures. Yeah. Um, I wanted to get um, some of the Elite Series episode eight stuff from the Disney Channel, you know, like the metal figures that they have. Uh, I wanted the Praetorian Guard and I wanted a Luke, but they'd sold out and they're not back in until October. So I've left them. Um, I thought balls you know, for that. I'm not. You know the 3.75 Titanium series? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? They yeah. look really good this round. They look around. fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. But um, so other than that, all I did was, yeah, I got that playset. I got um, a couple of the books. I got the Phasma novel, um, which has arrived. Um uh, what else did I get? I pre-ordered some of the... Yeah, I've got it. It's all here. Nice. Now, I've not started it yet. Because um, it literally came yesterday. Um, I got... Um, I was... <laughs> I was kind of torn between getting some of the new figures. But to be honest, I'm not getting into that again. Um, getting into the figures. So, um pre-ordered the Snoke Black Series. Um because that's coming out soon. I've pre-ordered yeah, I, I the. I did too. I ordered yeah, that. That's <clears throat> I pre-ordered the um, Four Spirit Obi Wan Black Series. Um, so that was that was pretty much it. I didn't do the Midnight one because 
similar to you guys, where the nearest fuck one it. for me, yeah, fuck them. Um, the nearest one, the nearest one for me was like a two-hour drive away or something. So I did similar to what Ed did. I just went down um, Disney Store, Toys R Us, all at like nine a.m. and pretty much talked myself out of buying. <laughs> I didn't do what Ed did and just you know clean the <laughs> shop out. Um, so I was yeah. I mean, I've recently not not connected with Frost Friday, but I've just ordered the um, Wave 2 of the 40th anniversary Black Series figures, which um, they've only made so many. Um, I don't know if you saw this, like Hasbro and everything just deleted them all. They've just stopped making them. So I got the Wave 1, I got the Luke Celebration, mm. and I got the R5-D4, so I've ordered like the final wave of that. So that will complete that collection and that cost me quite a bit. So I decided Force Friday was just going to be um, just, you know, keep it, keep it simple. So just, that was it. Just a couple of bits, nothing major. Um, just, save, just save it for the next wave in November, right? <clears throat> basically. Yeah. That'll be, that'll be <laughs> it. That'll be it. Yeah. Cause there's going to be all sorts coming out now from till December. Um, yeah. I've got quite a few of the sideshow figures on pre-order as well. So, to be honest, the Force Friday was never really going to be a major event for me because I knew I didn't want any of the figures. Um, I didn't want any of the Lego. I didn't want any of the Funko Pops or anything. So I knew it was going to be pretty, you know, pretty straightforward for myself. I wanted to go and have a look at it and just see what was out there, but I knew I wasn't going to spend a lot of money. Because my money's gone elsewhere um, just recently. So, you, so yeah. You, you said you pre-ordered the Snoke, right? <clears throat> I did. Oh, yeah. Did, that you, looks... did you see the uh, IGN video where they talked about his ring? No. That's a... so they, is, that they an, got... is that an innuendo? Is that an innuendo? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I don't want to know about Snoke's ring. Just... Snoke him if you got him. No. Uh... <laughs> oh! Oh! <laughs> So he, yeah, uh, yeah. IGN did a video because they got like an early uh, delivery of Snoke Black Series, and he has this ring on his finger, which uh, is has a black crystal on it, which everyone assumes is a black kyber crystal. Kyber and making yeah. making Star Wars actually reported on this months ago. But what do you guys think black kyber crystal could be? Because red is it bleeding? Seth. Yeah. From the new canon stuff, that's how they they've uh, changed the whole lightsaber lore with the kyber crystals. Where yeah, of course, where yeah. Sith take crystals from Jedi and then bleed it, and that causes it to go red. Yeah. So that's what would make stupid. it black? What would make it black? Fuck knows. You bruised it. Yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe. No, Maybe he banged didn't. it on a car boot and it needed a state. Yeah, exactly. He banged <laughs> it on the trunk, corner of a trunk door. Well, maybe maybe it's like an undead crystal or something. You know what I mean? Like, it's alive and they bleed it and then it's dead. Some, it's got to be, yeah. So why would, he, why would he have it then? Why would he have it? Because he's well, dead. Well, it's dead, so it's just a ring and not in a lightsaber. Yeah, yeah. Unless he's like, it represents sort of like an absence of life. That absence of life. Yeah. Therefore, maybe Snake's Snake not really alive. He's the Walking Dead. 
Yeah. Dude, have you seen him and <laughs> his four holes? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's, right. He's not, he's not. He's not looking too well, is he? I mean, let's be fair. So, not... so maybe he is dead, and the only thing that's holding him together is the force. Yeah. So, you know, sapping that, all that yeah. energy into like some dead, useless, rotted body. Yeah. Yeah. If, if we're going to go along this same, if we're going to go along this new, because this was explained in Ashoka, uh, Ahsoka. Yeah, Ahsoka. Ashoka. Yeah, the novel. Right, yeah. Right, yeah. Um, yeah, because it's like. You know, because she's sort of like the neutral Jedi, so her lightsabers are white and blah. Okay, yes. I get it. Yeah. Kind of do you want, do you want to explain to the listeners how her lightsabers are white? Why don't you? <laughs> well, I I think I'm I may be wrong, but that was passing so the she, book. No, actually, that was <laughs> to, <laughs> to seamless, uh, seamless to get the Empire off her back. She buried her lightsabers with a corpse on Mandalore, I think, or mm-hmm. somewhere on some battlefield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And does she, does she, hang on a minute. Does she know Leon? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> burying <laughs> lightsabers. <laughs> burying lightsaber cult. <laughs> but anyway, so she then like goes off on her own and ends up like finding pieces of uh, scrap and that she would need to make new lightsabers and. The Force kind of guides her to this um, Inquisitor that's going after her. And she literally, like, pu- does she pull the crystals out of the lightsaber while she's holding while he's holding them? I think yes. that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Like, using the Force, literally pulls the crystals out and, like, heals them. And because they, it was red and she healed them, but they are now white. Right, because and that's she, why in Rebels, her lightsaber. Her lightsaber. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I see. I I read it more, of, and again with that as well, but also like showing that she's just like a straight up neutral character. Mm. Yeah, uh, that too. Oh, which would which in. would make sense tying in at the end of uh, Clone Wars, would it? Right, which would yeah. make perfect sense tying in at the end of the Clone Wars because she's Absolutely. not part of the Jedi yeah. anymore. She's not part of the Sith. She's just some mm. you know rogue element out there. Mm. So if we could tie this back into something even more, um, let's let's talk this about you know Luke Skywalker's epiphany that he's having that the Jedi should end. Mm. Is he saying that? Well, I did see. Are, are going, they all going to be yeah. having white lightsabers or what? Well, he's got mm. the um, he's got the red kyber crystal, hasn't he? Round his neck, which um, is it red? I think I think they've said it's red, haven't they? Actually, you know what? I I think the one on the Funko Pop is red. Yeah, I've read that. That you know, going back to what you said with the Snoke one, I've read about the Luke one. So, saying is that um, obviously he's a new, you know, training the new Jedi, which are going to be more embracing both the light and the dark aren't they so is that why the old jedi has to end so it's time for the jedi well, to end i i think he saw the old jedi you know with yeah. obi-wan and yoda fail and yeah. then he tried to he bring it back to, and yeah. that failed so now he's like well fuck it yeah, <laughs> yeah but I, I, a... I, I do i do hope he says that in episode eight <laughs> i do hope luke says that oh fuck it <laughs> <laughs> Fuck the I mean, I mean, If I'm gonna, I'll think that like, if Luke's is wearing this red Kyber crystal, it could very well be the one from his father. Yeah, it's got to be, hasn't it? It's got to be. Yeah, now. I think that's the biggest yeah. theory. 
the, yeah, the most. it's yeah. got to be. Yeah, I mean, absolutely, it's it's going to be, you know, tied in with that. So um, <clears throat> I always think it's what Mark Hamill said initially about, you know, when he read the script, he fundamentally disagreed with what Ryan Johnson was doing. So that that to me saying that Luke's going on a somewhat different path to what you'd maybe expect at the end of Return of the Jedi. So maybe he has, you know, like Ed says, trying to embrace both the light and the dark and train a new Jedi set. So, right. yeah, I think that's, yeah, I think that's a fascinating one for the next film. Yeah, definite. Yeah, and all, and one thought too, if we remember back to um, um, the, the Rogue One, Jin, uh, Galen Erso book, oh my God, what was it called? Catalyst. Thank you. Jesus Christ. Um, Fucking hell, that bounty or Ed's done you no good, mate. Brain, brain injury. <laughs> Staple in the brain. <laughs> so in Catalyst, in Catalyst, yeah. we'll recall that Galen Erso was affected by all the kyber crystals he was around. Like, yes. Because they were part of, you know, they were, cause they were sort of like living crystals, so they would affect, you know, the life and energy around the person. So... And he, he he remarked, or at least it was it was clear to to the book reader that, you know, he's not sleeping very well. He's getting like these weird thoughts and stuff like that because it's living crisp being around all the Kaiba crystals all the time. So, would having Darth Vader's you know red Kaiba crystal around his neck affect yeah. him in some surely. way? Surely it is. Yeah, well, is that I'm why getting a wicked. Like, I'm getting a wicked like Lord of the Rings vibe off this. Right? Like a, yeah. Right? Like a corruption yeah. kind of thing? Throw it into yeah. the fire! Destroy <laughs> <laughs> it! Well, yeah. Maybe Ray, maybe Ray has to get him to like the Sith homeworld and throw him in the fire to you know, sort everything out. Maybe that's so what is it is. Ray, is Ray the Sam to Luke's Frodo? Oh, Sam. Oh, I love you, Frodo. Um, <laughs> I I don't know with that one. I mean, yeah. depending sweet. on who Ray is, she's. I don't know. Ray can swim. Sam can't. <laughs> <laughs> that's just true. Okay. Yeah, that's how they get off the island. Um, so that's kind of uh, that's kind of my sidetrack explanation to all that stuff, anyways. Mm. But. It was pretty cool seeing the black ring on Snoke. I mean, I, yeah. I think, again, I think it's, if you're thinking light and dark and neutral, his has to represent, like, death and whatever abyss that he came from kind of thing. You know, dark power, dark force energy just holding his soft, shitty body together. That's got to be something. That's got to be something. To that ring, because if, if the ring affects... Galen Erso, and if our theory is correct in that it may also be affecting Luke, that's why he's a crazy old hermit in this mm-hmm. episode 7 and 8. Yeah. So could the black Kyber you know, be doing something also? Well, is that, is, Luke's obviously in a, um, a a strange mental state, because from what um, the promotion from like the Ray material says, you know, that she's been she seeks him out and then you know it's kind of that yeah, you should entertainment never meet your heroes yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah that was i think we spoke about that was that episode one episode two so there's obviously luke's not the luke we know isn't it it's they've they've written mm. 
um, is going to be, you know, troubled or dark or something. I mean, even um, there's the picture on the Japanese magazine, is it, where these it's kind of got the black robes on and the black. That's quite a cool picture. And you kind of think, mm. yeah, it's, that could be interesting. And I just really can't wait to find out what his journey is going to be in it, where he's going to end up, you know, how it's all going to tie together. Because he's obviously, like we said, he's he's a troubled Luke by the sound of it. So yeah. how will that how will that affect Ray and the training that he's supposed to be giving her on, you know? Akito the locals want him off. Yeah. Sling your rock. We don't want you here. We don't <laughs> want your type. You bloody Jedi coming here, ruining our island. Jesus. Shitting in our temple. Shit. Yeah, bringing all these fucking pogs over to you. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, that's that's maybe why he's troubled, because he's, there's all them on the island, all them bloody pogs. But yeah, I can't wait for that. We'll see what happens with that. Well, wasn't hey, there... Um, Oh, sorry, well, it wasn't there in a, a a magazine cover with Adam Driver or someone else who's dressed like Han Solo? Really? I did yeah. not see that. Because, mm. I mean, I, I really wouldn't trust oh, everything so, that's on the so covers. So kind of like, um, yeah, like Lando at the end of The Empire Strikes Back when he's obviously got Han's clothes on, which is the weirdest thing of all time. Yeah, that is weird. That's pretty fucking weird, isn't it? When Han Solo's in Carbonite <laughs> and Lando's got his gear on at the end, you're like, what the what the hell is going on there? Um, yeah, so maybe with... Lando's got a weird fetish going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that makes me want Lando in this movie even more. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Oh, we've, you just want to see Billy D on screen, don't you? Oh, Billy D. <laughs> Billy D. Stealing shit, gambling, running from police. <laughs> hey, yeah. speaking of police, did you see the... Cantobite police speeder toy. Yeah, yeah. It looked like a dude who's skiing vertically. Yeah. Or horizontally. Yeah, I don't it's like a like a amusement park ride. I don't know, like like you sit in it and you bring the thing down over you kind of deal. Oh yeah, the thing dangling. that goes between your legs that yeah. you straddle yeah. and you squeeze onto when you get scared. Yep. <laughs> and then close your eyes and scream. Like a little girl. Maybe that. Maybe that will happen. I mean, it looks like happen. a. It looks like a. Looks like a. F- carnival ride. Hmm. I'm not so sure. But hey, you know what? It's Star Wars. It's cool. It's cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's for for the listeners, cool. it's it's like it's like two wings on each side of the pilot. Going up Which and down, is all like open to air. open to the air. Yeah, they're like the, a they're like a thin the, version of the tie interceptor, yeah. isn't it? Like a very yeah. thin, yeah. But it's um, like a, so they're open to the air and they're just and you know they sit like in a park ride. I don't know. It's the one it's thing. Fine. The one thing I didn't look on it. We're just just going back. Is does it have guns, lasers on it, anything like that? Uh, I don't see any. I see no. like where lights could be, like being a police car, but yeah. Yeah. But you'd be able to shoot from it pretty easily, like with a pistol. Yeah, so they, so it's yeah. I'm gonna say, is that? No, Delby no, this, it's got missile launchers on it. If you look in the photo of this yeah. thing, there are two little like missile pod things or whatever. One of them is in mid shooting because you can see it's like kind of. Oh, you know what? There's laser right at the bottom there. Blows feet. Oh yeah, laser cannons oh, at the bottom of the. Uh, I'll tell you what, Ed. And you sounded so excited there. That was so cool. Yeah, uh, they're little, not mega. 
Mega. Are we going there? Mega lasers. Is, is it a, a mega speeder? Uh, thankfully, no. It's not. Think, it's not a first order vehicle. So, Ed, there must be more mega news. Oh uh, yeah, that'll yeah, come later. Something mega, uh, bro. Oh, so, if only there was. If only there was something mega. Keeping on the Canto Bite stuff, the DJ Funko Pop has a hat on him, and it says in Arabesh, "Don't join," which obviously is also the initials for DJ. Do you think that's what DJ stands for? Is that just something Lucas no, film is like? Can't be. Don't join. No. There, there. I, I said earlier, and I still maintain there. He's got to be an important character, and they're trying to deflect your attention from something. Who he's going to be? Mm. I'm still convinced of that. I'm still absolutely. And I'm sticking feel, with it. I'm going. I feel with like it. he's I'm the not, next I'm not like. Changing my mind. Yeah. I feel like he's, he's the next Lando. Like he's gonna come off as like a dick, yeah. and then he's gonna be like, okay, I guess I'll help and join your side. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. I just Pretty think he's. Just like that. Yeah. The DJ thing, the name, that's just. Stupid. Um, yeah, that's that is stupid. That is that's just to deflect. That's not his name. The, yeah, he's gonna be somebody. Although I don't, I don't. I mean, my my initial thought, my initial thought, would he would be somebody who's been in it before, but I'm. I don't think he will be. I think he'll be a major player, though. I mean, I've always said you don't get Benito del Toro and then just make him an insignificant sort of right dude. In I mean, they're paying a lot of money for him to be there, so yeah. it's got to be something they're going to get their money's worth out of. So this old DJ don't join, you know. Sad, you know, just just going back to that. Does it give you any sort of clues of his character on there, or is it just that's all it is? That's it. That yeah, is it. So there's no sort of character description or at the Actually, side of the box. I didn't really look at it. Oh, Ed, come on. I have it like ten feet from me. I can go grab yeah. it. Yeah. No, I'm just just curious to see what they were kind of. I mean, it's obviously supposed to be some sort of, like you say, a Lando type. I'm looking at Shady the I'm looking at the images and I can't see nothing. No, can't see. This is what I say. They, they're not. They're not. They want that to be a surprise. They want. Well, it's gonna be funny if like his name ends up being like John Smith, and like we're all standing here with a box that says DJ on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Remember when I had the box that said DJ and it was actually John Smith? Ha <laughs> ha. Mm. You know, like two years from <laughs> now. Yeah. Oh, his name. His name will be like Dave. Jeffries or something. Yeah, Dave, you know, because everybody knows a Dave. Dick Johnson. It's like, like, all right, Dave, all right, yeah, all right, mate, yeah, that's it. And you're like, what a load of rubbish is that? So, um, no, he's he's significant. He's, I'm still 100% convinced that he's got to be a major player in this movie. Yeah, better. He's got to be. It's Benicio, Mm -hmm. isn't it? It's the cool, super cool Benicio. So, surely he's got to be somebody either... I mean, I don't know who we could tie in with who we've seen, somebody from Rebels, somebody from like that, but he's got to, as a new character, he's got to be somebody important. I can't believe that he's just going to be a casual throwaway, you know, dodgy bloke. Like, so, well, it's kind of like how Maz Kanata ended up. 
Like, we are all like, oh, my God, Naputa Luongo. Like, that's going to be awesome. And she was just kind of in it for, like, two minutes. Good point. And, and we're all like, mm. what? Mm. But she's in eight, though, isn't she? So Tiny Ooh, bit. So. Yeah, yeah, she introduces. Very... We said in last episode, she introduces. Yeah, she Rose introduces. Yeah. DJ. But, that, yeah, uh, I mean, that's a real waste, isn't it? So you think. Because there was the thing from The Force Awakens where she sort of says things like she's going to explain where the lightsaber came from, so... They're probably like, we don't want to pay Nupudu Longo, like, for three movies. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Despite the fact that they're making billions, they, they can't afford her, so... No, it's a shame, that, because she's great, and it's... Yeah. She's... Oh, I loved her character. I loved her character. Oh, I love her voice. I need her. Oh, yeah. I yes. wish I could hire her to read me bedtime stories. Oh, wouldn't that be great? She it's should do some a... of the. She should do some of the audible novels. So that'd oh, be so yeah. cool. Oh yeah, I mean she has oh. such a beautiful voice for it. Yeah, it's oh really that'd something. be stunning, wouldn't it? Just like getting her to read, you know. Oh, if they if they did a made her do the episode eight novel, that would be so cool, wouldn't it? Like, um, oh, that on would audible, be cool. just like oh, glorious. Yeah. But yeah, that's a shame that because she kind of felt significant in the Force Awakens, and obviously when she escaped. So yeah, I have. I mean, we spoke about it last week that. She's only supposed to have a small, you know, small role in this film, which, yeah, seems a bit of a waste, doesn't it? Seems a real it does, waste. It does. Yeah. Oh, well. So you just, I just, I really don't, I really hope they don't do that with Benicio. I hope he's somebody, you know, significant and plays quite a good role in it. Because we don't know yet how he's going to fit in. So, yeah. Um, right. Yeah, let's see what they do with that. But no, I just wondered with the with the figure whether there was any sort of, clues on there but i'm presuming they're nothing yeah no just that arabesh which was mm. pretty cool i thought i mean yeah, don't yeah, yeah. join uh don't join the war maybe maybe he's like i'm gonna help both sides and not join a side mm. kind of thing that was the only thing i could think of yeah or is it don't join the resistance is he or either yeah either side yeah yeah i don't know but, uh, uh, sorry, not um, the first order, not the resistance. Jeez. First order, um, yeah, yeah. yeah um, I know I get mixed up sometimes between. <laughs> I'm like, wait, what was it? I want to say Empire. Order. Yeah, yeah. When's episode nine at? Uh, oh, it's eight. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> I've missed a so, film. So Kev, Kev, you sent James and I a link earlier about some box art. Oh, from the Fourth Friday, from the Lego yeah. stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah, some of the. Sorry, yeah, I do know what you mean now. It was the Kylo Ren one. That caused because they were saying, was there a Death Star in the background? Is this? Did you see this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which some people have picked up on online, but to me, it just looks like a planet in the background. Have you seen it? Yes. Well, but it does, it does, Star it looks does, weird. It does yeah. look like a. It, is, it does look like a planet. It's not a freaking Death Star. Yeah. Jesus Christ! Stop it. There's all, fucking no way could that be a Death Star. Surely not. But it, yeah, it's on the um, the Kylo Ren Tie Fighter one, and then um, I think somebody picked up on it online, and it was like a story run with it on some of the UK press saying, "Is is this proof that they're building a new Death Star?" And automatically, my heart sank. I just thought, "Oh no, not again, not another one." I know. Um, stop it! Just stop it. Well, look, I, at, I'm, I'm looking I, at it right now, and it looks it is the Death Star. The radar dish looks a little weird, but then there's also two Imperial. Imperial TIE fighters flying behind it. So I think it's just some stupid art thing. I hope so. I hope so. If there's another Death Star, I'm out. <laughs> Surely. I mean, 
Star no, Wars you know, is, they're going to do I... like three Death Stars. <laughs> <laughs> that makes it different, right? <laughs> yes, yes, it does. Sure. And then when they blow that one up, they'll still try again. Just like, what shall we do now? Can you imagine all around a meeting table screwing up? What shall we do? Um, <laughs> uh, any ideas, anybody? Silence. Should we build another Death Star? Go with it. Go with it. Let's go just with do it. it. <laughs> Let's just do it. As long as it gets me out of this meeting, go with another Death Star. Let's go and get pissed in the pub. We'll be all, We'll be fine. We'll be fine. <laughs> and it, you're like, how many? I just, yeah, that was, sorry, that was the link that I sent. And that was the one I just wondered what you guys thought of that because I thought, surely they cannot go down that route anymore, can they? Death Stars, no, they can't. Star Killer bases, they can't. They can't. you know, giant. You know, but yeah, it was interesting. I don't know if yeah, obviously Ed's got it now, and it um, it's been picked up quite a bit about is that another Death Star? But I think it is just the artwork, isn't it? I think that can't possibly be in Episode Eight. Yeah, cannot I possibly. Yeah, so I think we all would, wouldn't we? I think we'd just kind of um, lose the plot there because that that would be stupid. Um, I was I was able to hold it together for the Force Awakens and all the little callbacks. I, I was close. Yeah, I was close to losing it on that because some of that was too ridiculous, or the nostalgia in that. But um, yeah, I, I yeah, that was that was what I picked up on. I was just like, hmm, quite surely not, surely not. But if you do look at it, it does look like a Death Star. But I think, it does. like you, I, I think you say, Ed, I think it is the artwork, isn't it? I think that's what it is. Yeah, I wouldn't worry about it. Nah. It's going to but, be so, yeah, I mean, just just going back, you know, we talked about the. I know you bought. What did you buy? Star Destroyer. You bought, didn't you? Yes. Yes. Yeah. And it comes with a Snoke and a BB. But that, that's what I say. I do like. I mean, I, <laughs> I, I've just, I'm not collecting the Lego, but um, my friend does. Matt, uh, Matt, he collects some of the sets, and some of the sets are fantastic. And you get like the figures you get with it. And I thought some of the highlights of the Force Friday stuff were definitely the Lego. Some of the sets look genuinely, you know, really um, great detail on it. And the figures were good. And it gave you some clues away. There's a couple of other little sets, like little ships that are coming out. Um, So I can imagine, like, the Lego collectors just had a field day with that. Because those sets, were there's about five or six new sets that just look great. And obviously you you thought so too, Ed, buying the the Star Destroyer. Yeah, and I, I don't buy Legos often, so... I just looked at it. I'm looking at it. I'm looking at it. I'm like, I I put it down, yeah. and then I went back, picked it back up, looked at it. I was like, I gotta have this. This looks too good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. for me, it's like, <laughs> I don't know. Hold on. So like, when I hear this <laughs> and I think about all these things, I think to myself, you know. I'm really glad I'm not a kid again because I would have no fucking money because I was <laughs> saving it all up for these stupid, ridiculous Legos. How are they so well, expensive? Well, have, you, have you seen what happened to the Falcon? pirate Lego and like the bow and arrow and the knights? Oh, Lego? they were so expensive. They were a hundred bucks in like the nineties. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, but what not five hundred now. It's outrageous. Yeah. What about the Falcon? The Lego Millennium Falcon. Oh man, I I I, I holy I, shit! I, I bought all the Legos when I was little, like all the mm. Wild West Legos, the original pirate Legos, the the spaceman from nineteen eighties Legos, like everything, all the Legos, and 
you know, just with time, you just, you just, it's, it, it sucks. We, nothing, as Sir Davos says in the latest Game of Thrones season, nothing fucks you harder than like age. Because mm. um, you lose that sort of imagination thing. And I still play with toys every once in a while, but not, it's not exactly the way it used to be anymore. So no. for, me, for me, like, I'm, I'm fully justified in being like, yeah, I'm not buying the action figures except for the Thrawn stuff. And I'm not buying like any of the Legos except for the Thrawn Lego, and like any of this other any of these other things. However, I will get into like Armada and X-wing miniatures. <laughs> I do yeah. like models. The models are really cool, but like the other like the toy toys, like I just I just can't. And they're so expensive. I I spent half an hour after I realized I didn't have anything at Toys R Us. Just looking around at all the Legos, just from all the different types of Legos, like the Builder Legos and the Harry Potter Legos, and they're so friggin' expensive. It's ridiculous. Well, this um, <clears throat> the new Falcon that is it, is it out or coming out? Which is oh yeah, so is that's it, part of the, the news. The, yeah, the biggest yeah, the biggest is it the biggest set ever constructed by a Lego? Um, it's yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's part of the Come new on. Ultimate Collector series. And it's pretty much to scale to, like, the Lego people. So, like, you mm. could have four people sitting in the cockpit. You know what I mean? And it's 7,541 pieces. Oh, so amazing. 33 Holy inches yeah. long. 33 inches long. That's... Almost three feet. That's fucking, like, more than three feet. No, that is almost three feet. You're right. And then 22 <laughs> inches wide. <laughs> eight inches tall. And has an interior that's like detailed, just like in the movies, and it's only eight hundred dollars. Yeah, I saw I saw eight hundred dollars, and that was like, wow, that's a serious serious investment in it. That so yeah. the picture I saw was was of it of the inside of it was like that scene in Empire where where like Leia and Han are kissing, mm. and like. C3PO standing out. It's in that like same exact kind of room and stuff. It's, it's do they give crazy. do they give yeah Ed, do they give you like a time scale on construction of it? I mean, you know what I mean. How long? Oh, I have no idea. I don't. I know. I mean, that would be like how long would that take you to do? Oh my god! Like entire day. Yeah, I would say twenty hours. Can you imagine if you didn't check it before and you got right to the end and they put no dish in there or something and you'd be like, oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> what's cool about this collector's edition is that it comes with two dishes and yeah, then right. two sets of characters. So like, Ah, so you can use the dish from The Force Awakens or the dish from... The original trilogy, exactly. Oh, go with like, the original all day you have long. The original, oh. You have the original trilogy Han Lego guy and the new yeah. trilogy Han Lego guy. Oh, what an idea. So they have like both sets of characters like Luke, Chewie, Ray, and Finn from Force Awakens, and that's then Luke, Chewie, that's a pretty Leia, good idea, Luke isn't it? from the tradi- uh, original original trilogy. Yeah, I did not know they were doing that. I've I've read all about it. That is that's a pretty cool idea to do that. Right. I mean, yeah. yeah I mean, let's be give fair. You, for eight hundred dollars, that's, yeah, that's not really a big thing. Bucks, give them that maximum playability. Please. <laughs> Yeah, that's if not you really, bad. if you really think about it, eight hundred compare in comparison isn't bad, especially the way if you want to resell. Are you kidding? You wait three years, you're gonna make probably over two grand. Uh, but uh, but that's not the point, Ed. 
<laughs> I mean, in college, I, I went to Toys R Us on Black Friday and bought like 18 Tickle Me Elmo's and sold them for double the price on eBay. That's just what you did back in college to survive. You. I couldn't. Oh. I don't know if I could do that with this though, because I'd want to play with it. Yeah, there's a difference between things like that, like you say. But like, would you really want to buy that, not use it, and then sell it on? I mean, can you imagine well, that sitting in your you would, home, just like waiting? Literally, to like, yeah, you'd need a Star Wars room. Yeah, like with yeah. like the center of it being that. Mm. You know what yeah. I mean? Like that's. Like, that's a centerpiece. See, if you got that, would wouldn't that be really cool though? If you got one of those like glass cabinets with like lights put yeah. in it, and then just you know lit that up. That'd I'd have I'd have amazing. that whole like in Empire in, in that worm yeah. that whole and the, yeah yeah box flying and shit. Oh god! Happy Minoc Monday, by the way. Um, <laughs> you guys know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. Oh, Ed. Now you see, there's an idea. There's an idea to do that. I mean, that costs you some money, but of course it could it be done. It clearly, could be. you clearly you don't give a shit about money. You just dropped it on the Star Wars Star Destroyer Lego mm. Star Destroyer. <laughs> hey, it's my first one. No, hey, I, have the, I have the other Millennium Falcon actually. Why didn't you want to buy like the eighteen thousand uh, Sand Trooper Black Series that were? That's <laughs> <laughs> all they had. Oh, yeah, he Why? had no money left. He had no money left. Yeah. <laughs> that was it. But no, that Falcon is that Falcon is something, isn't it? That is something. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. pretty dope. Pretty yeah. dope. You guys want to get into some news? Yeah, yeah. Take us away, Ed. So, starting with the last Jedi. Uh, Kev, you brought this up earlier. We had we we got a photo of Luke that he tweeted out of him on a Hungarian magazine, and it looks. Like, he is pissed off. Oh, uh, yeah. And it also looks like he's wear- he's like in the... He's manning the wall. Because <laughs> he's part of the Black Watch or whatever it is. <laughs> the Night's Watch. Night's- the Night's whatever. Watch. Sorry. Night's- Fucking Neela. <laughs> but, like, if you look at the cover, there's, like, a red haze coming up from the bottom left. Mm. And then, like, he's just glaring at the camera, like, fuck you. I fucking it's- love that picture. So mm. ominous. He definitely, yeah. he definitely does look like um, First Ranger of the Night's Watch. Mm. Yep. That's, yeah. how, that's what actually, that's what Uncle Benjamin looked like for real in the late, in the last episode of season seven of uh, Game of Thrones. That was mm. so good. Spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> or spoiler alert. We can't spoil that, can we? Can we? <laughs> Everyone's seen it now, haven't they? Everybody's seen it now. Hey, sure. you know what? If they have it, it's their own goddamn fault. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I do. <clears throat> I do dig the outfit. That's probably, if I were to guess, I bet that's his sort of travel outfit that he's going to mm. go and face down Kylo or Snoke or whomever. Yeah, he's he's that. Yeah, I thought that he's going. He's going a hunting, isn't he? He's going because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. one of my. I mean, there's. I think you know we could maybe talk about this one. Week, like your hopes for the. What are your hopes for episode eight? What do you want to find out? I mean. I just want to see Luke in action and just fucking. He's got he's got his glove on in that picture. Yeah, yeah. going all out, fucking, because he's got to be powerful now. He's got to be like, fuck this, I'm getting out there, I'm getting back one, in the game. One would think. Yeah, I mean, oh, I mean, I, we we spoke about the green lightsaber. Would he? Is he going to use that, or is he going to be kind of too powerful for that? But I fucking hope he does. I hope that. 
we get to see Luke seriously kick some ass in this one. <laughs> yes, yes, Kev, we know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we want is it. We want is it. Okay, also, speaking of magazine covers, so uh, Empire released their two covers. Um, one was their their holographic one. Did you see that? It's like Ray handing Luke the lightsaber, and it's like Luke's hand is that like electronic hand, oh, electronic yeah. robotic, mm. which is kind of cool. But I thought he didn't want to take it. Mm. But well, it's yeah, it's an interesting shot. I mean, whether do you not think that's just for the cover? Well, it probably is, but you never yeah. know. Because that's the one that's coming to me. Because I'm a subscriber. Oh, nice! The holographic one. Yeah, yeah. I've subscribed to Empire for about five or six years, so nice. I got all the um, I got the Force Awakens subscriber one. You know, the BB-8 cover. Um, plus, I bought all the other ones as well, rather stupidly. Um, exactly the same magazine, but it had a different cover, so I had to have them all. Um, mm. So, yeah, so I'm hoping, um, I got an email saying it was dispatched, so I'm hoping that should be here tomorrow. So I'll be able to um, tweet that, put that on the group, and let's see what the cover's like in, in you know, when, it, when you get it close up. Um, but, yeah, yeah, really cool, I think. Really cool-looking cover. Nice, nice. Mm. Also, Mark Hamill did an interview with AP. Hmm. Yeah, tell me more about this one. This one was sort of intriguing. So there's... It's more like about him, not really about, like, Luke. But some yeah. of it, they do ask... They say, it sounds as though this is a darker version of the character that may be unfamiliar to fans, and even to you. And Hamill says, absolutely. Luke changed. I think more than the other characters in the original trilogy. From callow farm boy to a Jedi in training to finally a Jedi master. What you're talking about is what really fascinated me. Between Return of the Jedi and Force Awakens, there's just decades of history that is unknown. So I was wondering how they're going to handle this. Now obviously with the Force Awakens, Abrams had a full plate. It was inevitable that they would push me down the line. I was sorry I wasn't able to work with any of the original actors again. Yeah, so was I. But it's not yeah, about us anymore, he says. Yes, it is. <laughs> In this new one, I was saying to Ryan Johnson, I need to know my backstory. It was kind of unclear. You read where he is now and what he's doing now and sort of have to fill in the blanks for yourself. So I did do a backstory for myself. It's not about Luke anymore. So it's not really important, but I had to make sense of it for myself. What Ryan came up with, I was stunned. Mm. So yeah, and then he talks about uh, Carrie Fisher and how it's like yeah, it kind of adds an air of melancholy to the film, and that she would want everyone to be having fun and enjoying it and laughing, but mm. it's, he says they're That's... all sort of just having this communal period of grief. So yeah, oh, he also, I like how he mentioned um, it adds an air of melancholy to the film, yeah, because it doesn't deserve it. Because she would still want people to like enjoy it and be awesome about it and shit. Yeah, yeah. You do, yeah. you do think that, don't you, with Carrie, that she would want that? Yeah, right. Yeah. Mm. But that and then he says, says it reflects the movies in a way because it's like yeah. 
because the movies are about triumphs and tra- tragedies, so and family, mm. dysfunctional family, dysfunctional family. I like that. Yeah, very much so. But that does that kind of what we've just been saying throughout this. That yeah, loot. It's a different loot we're seeing. We're going to see, isn't it? Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. That, that sounds even more exciting. A very do, you, sad do you get end. from that that he did his own backstory in his head just to like help him along and then he asked well, Ryan and then Ryan well, told him and he was stunned? Well, here's a question with just with obviously we've got these three new films as part of the the one. So how much of this do you actually think they they've planned out? Right. And that's my thing. Like I, it, I think he made because up a backstory in his head because they yeah. know what it is. Because, I mean, one of my disappointments with The Force Awakens was, you know, we didn't see the original cast back together, you know. Um, all right, I understood them not doing it. They could have left it for this movie, but obviously what happens to Anne Solo, that's never happening. So that was a big disappointment for me, probably like it was for Mark Hamill yeah. as well. So, you know, <clears throat> you kind of think, you know, with the first episode, you know, with episode seven, sorry, and... JJ getting involved and they're not, you know, you're thinking, well, how much of this have they planned out then? Because if they're doing a trilogy, surely they, somebody's got together and go, this is the story art we want. But it doesn't seem to me like that's what they're doing. Mm. Do you, it's does like, it to you guys? What do you No, know? it's like if they're, they're kind of picking out random spots and it's like, oh, it's okay. The books will fill in the gaps and they'll just yeah. make shit up. I mean, it was an interesting, I think it was a tweet from, um, excuse me. <clears throat> Uh, Ryan Johnson, who said um, the only time he got involved with episode seven was he asked J.J. Abrahams to put R2-D2 on the island at the end. That was his, you know, like, that was his only input. Because he has a lightsaber. Yeah. So, yeah, it's going to flip that up to him on the top of that cliff, and I'm I'm just going to be like, fucking hell, here we go. Let's go. Um, But one worrying aspect to me is are they have they planned this trilogy or are they just kind of making it up film by film you know uh, I, I don't know i feel like because I mean, there's a story group that there's like a basic skeleton that's what yeah, i want to hope yeah I, that's that's what i say but I, I kind of with the original trilogy and in the prequel you, you know you always knew that it was lucas in charge although he didn't direct Empire and Jedi, you always knew Lucas had the say of where everything was going. Pretty much directed it. Yeah. Now now he's not there. Right. One of my, you know, I'm uh, He's in I he's just, in Kathleen Kennedy's ear, but they aren't using him for a ton. Yeah. But stuff. so is it is it her who knows the story arc? So he's going look, she's like saying she'll say to Ryan Johnson, "Look, we need to have this 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 in it, but other things you can do and you can do yourself." And then, you know, the same with episode nine. Is she going to say to Colin Trevorrow, right, okay, you've got to finish it with this, 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 but... So at least there's like an arc. At least you know what this trilogy is. I, I, I don't know. I don't know why. I just get the feeling they're not doing I that. Think, I think they're letting them kind of write, but they're all talking. Yeah. They're, they're letting them write as they make, and they're all talking, and they're bouncing off the story group, and the story group is kind of telling them, yeah, mm. that's good, or no. Mm. So that's just yeah. I've just I've just always yeah. 
it's a curious one because I've always thought, what, wondered what you guys thought of it. But there's always that slight worry to me that there's kind of no real plan that they just kind of each film they're making up. Well, I, I would think that they must have an art, wouldn't they? They must have. So I think it's it's uh, uh, a similar thing like to what um, DB and DB are doing with George R. R. Martin for Game of Thrones. Yeah. They yeah. know the general arc. They know how it's all going to end and what's going to sort of the big events in the middle. Like there's some sort of really generic overall story arc of this is how it begins and this is how it ends. Mm. And I feel like, and to me, that's that. I, I would feel like that's not enough. Like I would need you would need to have a lot more. Yeah. To really figure out you know the really really try to get the nuances in the movies but one ain't nobody mm. got time for that two ain't nobody got money for that so they're gonna basically again like i said they have this sort of general overarching direction of where they're going how they're getting there a few key scenes plotted out is like this has to happen this way and these people need to be here for this but yeah. otherwise it's just like Nah, don't worry. The books will fill it in for there because the books will take the cues from the movies and tie in stuff that they did in the movies and the books to make it all um, linked together and stuff. You mm. know what I mean? Yeah, I that, do. That's sort I of do. my thought. Like, I think there is some general direction what's there. I think it's probably not as not nearly as detailed as we would want it to be. Being yeah, fan, some fan do you think girls, that? Do you think that's come from Lucas? I don't think. You know, that's, I don't a, that's, think that's a good question. Much. I mean, I don't know. I. It's gonna come from someone. Yeah. Like who? Do you think? Who would the, be the brain that gives the story? Yeah, I mean, it, it would probably have to be someone at Lucasfilm before they sold it. Yeah, you know, maybe well, they they, ha- they have his old script. They have. They, script. they say they haven't been using it much, and. They have Pablo Hidalgo and the the story group who's probably read it and they friggin' have every I just picture their office like a giant like map timeline of like mm. stuff. That's that that's my point. Do you think they must have an idea, haven't they? Oh, I think I think we should not worry. I think mm. I think it's in good hands. I mean I think it is too for the most part. It's just, you know, we just gotta wait and see and judge the shit out of everything that comes in. Because yeah. we're Star Wars fans, and that's what we that, do. Yeah, because that's what um, we do. We yeah. judge. We judge very harshly. And rebellion built on hope. We mega judge. Right. <laughs> the, the Empire has Inferno Squad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so oh, speaking cool. of yeah, yeah. speaking of mega, the Sphero app. <laughs> <laughs> the Sphero app released Fuck it, like, mega. mega. Uh, have this info on. I don't know how you access it in the app. I don't. I don't know anything about that. But apparently, some info on the a new s- super duper star destroyer named Mega the Supremacy. Supremacy uh, was revealed, and it's a mega, mega class mega! destroyer. Really? So mega. It's, yeah. The they couldn't have it. done like supremacy class since it's obviously the first one. Oh, that would have been way better. That yeah. would have been so much better. Seriously, it would have made a lot more sense too. Anyway, uh, so it's it has a little blurb on it. 
So the Supremacy is the main ship of Supreme Leader Snoke. This massive ship is 60, 60 kilometers in length, which is what in American terms? A lot. <laughs> it's like 180 miles if you multiply it by three. It's not really exact, but plus or minus. 37 miles. Okay, so there you go. <laughs> and then it goes on to say that it's the Central Command Headquarters for the First Order's fleet, serving a dual purpose as a massively scaled battleship. It not only carries stormtroopers into battle, it also harbors ships and can build and fix ships on board. That's cool. Yeah. Well, looking at the wings, I think it looks like maybe Star Destroyers can dock onto it, doesn't it? Yeah, and it, so for the listeners, it looks like a B-2, pretty much. Mm. Like, you know those bombers? B- it looks yeah, like the stealth bombers. Yeah. A flattened, like, triangle-ish. It's a wing, like a wing. Yeah. Flying wing. And it's a big wing. Yep. Mm. Well, it's, pretty, it's pretty massive. Oh, which is cool. That, that's all right. Now, hmm. Just... Well, I think I sent this question in the week. Are we slightly in danger of all these ships getting too big? <laughs> because... You know what I mean? Oh, that's like everything now. Just the new Star Destroyers. We've got the ATM sixes. We've got this now. It's like, where are they finding all the people to work on them? I know because they're not cloning. <laughs> yeah, and they're just. But well, to give you an <clears throat> idea, it's three executors long. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is. With everything else with the stars, you know, it's just like, wow, this is, they just seem to be turning everything up to 11 in this film, don't they? They really do. It's like, just turn everything up to 11 and let's let's make everything as big as possible. Mega, mega, and mega, you know, (laughs) mega walkers, mega ships, mega star destroyers, fucking mega. (laughs) Maybe that was in the meeting, wasn't it? That was a good meeting as well. They all wanted to go for dinner or something. They're like, what should we do with this one? So, this might be what Rose and Finn are are uh, disguising to get themselves onto. You know what I'm saying? Onto, like onto onto Snoke ship. Yeah, onto supremacy. Mm. Right, right. If they're going undercover to disable the tractor beam generator so they can escape on the Millennium Falcon. Yes, well, that's a great plot. Yeah, mm. yeah. I just that came sounds up with a, I was inspired by something. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so also with another ship was revealed called the Radness, which is oh seven hells. (laughs) It's a Mon Cal ship. James, James, you're not afraid of this. No, no kneeler. I love Admiral Radness. Come on, bend the knee, James. Bend the knee, James. No, I will not. Bend the knee. I will not support or support this. No. Oh, oh, James, what, what do we think about it? Yeah. What, you say what don't you think about it? I don't know. Just... The name? Well, I mean, the name is awesome. Admiral Radis was probably one of the most badass characters in Rogue One. He was but great Rogue, in there, yeah. But Rogue One just came out. True. I don't know. And this whole thing came out, and they're calling it the Radis. I don't know. Uh, yeah. I mean, the lay fan <laughs> yeah. shit, really. It's it's for us. Mm. It is. It really is. 
But the thing is, though, <laughs> you're gonna have you're gonna have guys and their boyfriends and girlfriends who see it for the first time be like, "Oh my god, I'm so confused." So like, I thought he died in the other movie. Oh, and, that like, don't get me started on that. Oh man, I know. So what you're like, what's ship, going, that's not gonna what's happen. Going on oh. So what? So if this is, does this say how significant this is in the resistance? This ship, because it's uh, quite curious then to know what is the size of that compared to say all these first order ships. I think so at the minute, at, at the fish. minute, at the minute, the resistance haven't got a chance, have they? No. <laughs> if, if, well, if, the speculation that is that it's Leia's flagship, yeah. but I, it, it's just a Mon Cal ship. Like I don't a Mon Calamari ship. I don't think it does, doesn't it? Just, it is basically one of those, stuff. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So, but I mean, at the minute we're seeing quite a lot of First Order ships and how big they are. We're not seeing the Resistance. Don't they ain't got much, baby? Have they? They ain't got much. No. The Resistance so, only Republic. They have nothing. Hmm. So, yeah. Oh, they have A-Wings from the toys. Oh, they yeah. Speeders. Oh, those A-Wings do look pretty dope. Yeah, yeah. those A-Wings. I that love them. Awesome. I yeah. think it's my favorite fighter. Yeah. Yeah. The A-Wing? Yeah. yeah. That's always been a favorite. That is super cool, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah, they're going to be using them, which will be good. That, um, see them on screen. But, yeah, no, it's just... Yeah, there seems to be a lot of stuff... You know, the Empire, uh, First Order stuff coming out. Okay, now I'm getting confused now. Um, but yeah, there's only little bits of resistance stuff coming out. So, at the minute, I can't see how they're going to even uh, challenge. They got Luke. <laughs> they, they have Luke. Mega Luke. I got Mega Luke. They have Mega Luke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, wonder, I, wonder if, I wonder if that'll come on the action figures, where it'll say, like, Luke is now 10 miles high. And he is fucking five miles long. This is Mega Luke. He's out for serious ass kicking. Just make him a fucking massive Jedi, and he'll go and sort the re- sort the First Order out. But oh, Mega Luke would be great. Wasn't that wasn't that a movie called Pacific Rim? Yeah, back two thousand thirteen <laughs> with Charlie Hunnam, and that movie yeah. sucked. It did, and that that was. Um, <laughs> Um, Guillermo del Toro, who I love as a director, and that film I did not like at all. No, no, it was just because he made he made like he made like Pan's Labyrinth and Kronos, which are absolutely fantastic movies. And then he did specific, so then he does like his American movies because he does his Spanish movies or American ones. And mm-hmm. I, I was watching that, just going, "This is the stupidest movie I've ever seen by a really talented director. What is going on?" So hey, you know, it happens. It happens. Hmm. So, any more news, Ed? Yeah, Han, little Han Solo news. So, Ron Howard tweeted out that he was having fun working with Paul Bettany. So, mm. no one knew he was in the film until then. Yeah, sure. So, this guy has been in some films. The Beautiful Mind, The Avengers. He's, um... Jarvis, the voice in Iron Man three. He is. Oh yeah, isn't he? Yeah, he's the priest in Priest. He's also. In, <laughs> he's uh, Vision. Vinci Code. He's Vision, isn't he? In... Yeah, in Civil War. Yeah. Uh, he's in the Vinci Code. Code. Yeah. Hey, that's a Ron Howard connection. He's Silas. Mm. Oh, that's so right. Is it, is it... The guy that like whips himself. 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice. That's right. He is. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I mean, like this him. guy can do actor. anything. Yeah, he's yeah. a pretty awesome actor. Yeah. So is he confirmed of taking the Michael Kenneth Williams role? I don't know. He's not. I, I don't know what he's... Yeah. Nothing mm. has come out. But it just, it just seems a coincidence that he left the project and then he came on pretty much. That is a coincidence, away. isn't it? Yes. <laughs> it's a pretty fucking big one. It's a big coincidence, though, isn't it? I mean, he would play a sweet Imperial officer, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. He could be mm-hmm. anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Though I'm leaning is towards he... antagonist than anything. He's English. Is he English, Paul Bettany? Yeah, sadly. Yeah. Oh, he's, oh, London. He's playing a villain, then. <laughs> hey, he's got, he's got the voice, you know. True. He's probably yep. some kind of imperial officer. Or he, imperial captain know, who's trying to track down Han Solo. Yeah, if, if Hollywood always need a villain, it's get an Englishman in. So, yeah, that's it. He must be playing... He's playing a bad dude in that, surely. <laughs> that he's got to be a bad dude in that. There you go. Yeah, straightforward. Case closed. Damn Englishman. <laughs> I'm really excited about that. That's cool. And I like that mm. there's that connection with Ron Howard that you found. That's good. Mm. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I'll wow. go with that. I'll go with that. All right. That was a great, I mean, great um, role that he had in Da Vinci Code. Yes. Yep. Seemed like oh. it would be, when I read the book, it seemed like it would be a tough one to act. Right. Right. So, no, he, it, you know. he nailed it. Um, okay, and we move on to Rebels. So the season four trailer dropped. Also, Filoni talked at the whatever the Comic Con in Canada is called, and Canadian Con, Canadian Con, yeah, <laughs> Canada Con, Canada Con. The yeah. fir- he said the first few episodes of season season four wrap up a few leftover plot lines. Then from episode five on, it deals with wrapping up Ezra's story. He dies. I mean, no, he didn't say that. Uh, he probably Spoiler! Should. Spoiler! He should die, right? No, you know what's gonna no, you know what's gonna happen because they're not. Gonna yeah, no, 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 up. no, no. Ezra is Benicio del Toro. No, that's bullshit. Stop. No. <laughs> no, what's gonna happen is instead of dying. Ezra's gonna have some weird, cool epiphany where he's his his force um, his force consciousness is like absorbed into some higher being or whatever. An animal. Well, he's always had that affinity with an animal. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like animal thing. I feel like the dog and the cat. Do yeah, he's gonna die. Mm. Now he's Snow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying okay. to bullshit you now. No, he's not. Sure. I mean, it does. <laughs> It does look, yeah, it looks a great trailer, doesn't it? But it's a great snow theory. <gasps> so, the trailer, guys. What do you guys think? Uh, dude, it's pretty dope. Yeah, I love it. I love it. There's, there's X-Wings in, in Rebels, finally. Yeah. Well, one, the obvious one is for it to, it's going to end with Rogue One, isn't it? Yeah, it's good because there's a credit. So, obviously, there's the... Um, um, well, they mentioned little... Stardust in it. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, this is in in Rogue One. They mentioned there's a little um, Rebels um, uh, Easter eggs in there, isn't there? You get to see Chopper in Rogue yep, One. Yep. Um, 
and then yeah. there's the announce and there's the announcement you get to see a chopper in Rogue One. That sounded hilarious, didn't it? Sorry about that. You get to see somebody's chopper in Rogue One. Um <laughs> Is that is that a, is that an English thing? <laughs> that's an English thing, yeah, believe me. That's an English thing. Yeah. Oh, does um, that mean like cocks or something? That's it that's your cock, yeah. That's basically yeah. So uh, chopper? So, <laughs> I've just made myself laugh. <laughs> chopper? Yeah, you guys are freaking weird. <laughs> it makes sense that Rebels going to end pretty much around the time of Rogue One, isn't it? Yeah, yeah well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you see in the in the opening of the uh, in the opening of the, the the season four trailer, like there's a whole lot of like, oh my god, what's happening? Oh my god, what's happening? And you see Ezra like clearly in the in the middle of the desert, whether it's on Lothal or Tatooine, most likely Lothal. And Lothal in it, like, yeah. He's trying to like find himself, and it's like, oh god! So basically, to cut to the chase, I think Ezra's uh, <laughs> Ezra's uh, story arc is going to be really lame and terrible this season as they try to wrap that up. But then it jumps to something cool, cool action scene over a Mandalore where kind of yeah. appears that the you know the Mandalores with Sabine and them they're all being beaten back pretty harshly. Now that they aided the rebels when they. Um, when they, you know, bested Thrawn at the end of season three. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, Thrawn, I agree, yeah. Thrawn's going to be front and center in this one, too. So. Yeah, yeah. Is, yeah. Yeah. You'd think so, wouldn't you? So, Let's um, hope they don't fuck it up. Uh, yeah, dude. Seriously, man. If they fuck us <laughs> up, I am going to really be upset. <laughs> Just really be of all, all kinds of all of the upset. I like how diplomatic that was. I'm going to be upset. Yeah, well, I'm not going to threaten to murder someone on air because that would be illegal. Yeah, but, but you see, you see Thrawn yeah. and uh, and our friend Elizabeth Mary McGlynn for um, mm, yeah, Mary Elizabeth McGlynn Mary for Price. Uh, Governor Governor Price. Yeah, I love the look of what's going to happen in this series this season. What do you guys? Yeah. What do you guys think of the whole wolves thing with Ezra? Do you think? Oh, cat. Yeah, and, oh. and like whatever connection it is to Ahsoka and maybe like those Convaries, you know, those birds that you keep seeing in the background. You mean Porgs? No, <laughs> they're not porgs. porgs. I wish they were Porgs. I don't think Porgs can fly. I can't. I'm not based that on anything. You can if you took them off a cliff on that island. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fly yeah, down. Oh my god. I think the wolves has something to do with his... The end of his arc. Yeah. Because he's yeah. always had an affinity with animals. He's always, you know, been like, he can, like, calm them, ride them, and do whatever he wants with them kind right. of deal. <laughs> right. He has a special connection to the to, to animals yeah. and stuff. Yeah. It's like, so that, sounds, that sounds wrong on every level as well, doesn't the wolf, it? The wolf whisperer. Mm. Dances with wolves, like you said. So that's know. my that's that's my thought. That's sort of that, that's sort of his transition. But then we sort of skip along. We see some battle scenes and uh, you know, cool little pick of Thrawn with Death Troopers and Governor Price and stuff. Looks like the Tide Defender Factory in Lothal is going to be like the primary you know location of things to happen while they try to save Lothal and get rid of that Tide Defender Factory. I thought it was kind of cool. Mm. I think, anyways. And then you see Ewing. Um, you see Governor Tarkin talk about like, hey, you know, the funding for your Tie Defender factory might be cut in lieu of Stardust, you know. And he mentioned Krennic by name, which is pretty interesting. And for the listeners, yeah. what is Stardust? 
The yeah, listeners a... better should should fucking better well know what Stardust <laughs> is. But if they don't, if they don't, then fucking hell, they shouldn't be listening. <laughs> I'm just gonna quit. <laughs> um, Stardust is the name Galen Urso had for his daughter Jin Urso, and Stardust was with the name that he cataloged the Death Star plans under at Scarif. Mm. Was, I think, I guess that I think the, the project name was Stardust. The, yeah, the top mm. secret project name was Stardust. Yeah. yeah, I know because it's me from Rogue One. Yeah, because right. there's quite a lot of um, little Rogue One. This is this is what I say. It's got to be heading that way. It's going to be ending pretty much. Yeah, now that the movie's out, you can tell Rebels will take full advantage of it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. we were all oh, wishing for it last season. Way. Yeah, yeah, we were all wishing for it last season, but it never happened. And we're like, come on. Like, there was a little Stalker era. And, but it uh, looks like this season, they're really connecting some some dots with Rogue One. Mm. It'll be cool. And, yeah. and, and the, you and hear Stalker era in this. Saul's right? in the trailer, isn't he? Saul's in yeah, the trailer, yeah. 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 He, is, he is in the trailer. You see his face. Yeah. And what I think they'll they'll try to do, which they should do here, is build up that whole fallout that Saw Gerrera has with the Rebel Alliance. I know they mm. kind of fallen out with him before with his partisans and stuff, but I, I think they're really going to emphasize that a lot more because, you know, of the issues that they have with locating Saw and trying to get to him in Rogue One. Yeah, I hope so. That's no. a great... Yeah, that's... I don't How they weren't that. so friendly to Cassian and Captain Cassian and Jyn Erso when they got when they saw them on Jeddah. Do you think they'll put any of them in it? The Rogue One characters. Oh, you know what? I bet we see Cassian. Yeah. It's just... You know what? That just sprung to yeah. mind when you said that. Yeah. That, that maybe... I mean, they're not going to put them in the trailer, but maybe... Because he was the one, cameo. obviously. Yeah. yeah. That would be good. That would be cool. Seems like he'd be the, the highest chance. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, of all the characters. Yeah. I don't think Jin... I don't think Jin would be in it, so I don't think... Nah. Uh, no. nah, she's on Mulbani fucking making uh-huh. Death Star parts. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, Cassian, that would be great if if he was in it somehow. And um, mm, yeah, we'll wait and see on that. But yeah, there's quite probably a few... you'll probably have one one episode where he's like with them on a mission yeah, somewhere yeah. or something. I, I wondered that. I wondered if if they'd do that. Yeah, that might be a nice little yeah. Because there's there are obviously quite a few Rogue One references in the trailer. So that yeah, that would make perfect sense, wouldn't it? Yeah, and it'd be a cool little tie-in for some fan service. Where I was like, "Oh my god, I know that guy!" Yeah, he, he was in Rogue yeah. One. That would be great. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else let's, from the trailer? Um, let's see. There's some cool battles with X-wings, and this really. What's who's piloting the yellow Tie Defender? I thought Thrawn? I thought it was Thrawn. When the way the the the. The narrating was talking, like mm. I think Tarkin was talking to him or something. Mm. When he was saying your tie defender, blah blah blah. Right, but, and it snaps to him piloting it pretty much. Yeah, I don't know, maybe. So will will Thrawn survive? Ooh. Uh, he better fucking survive. He better fucking survive. Because he, he has a he has a lot more story that needs to be written. Hmm. But he's never yes. really officially seen again. No. So I, you, I think they could, they could... not. Well, not yet in canon. No, oh. Do it. oh! I got a theory. You see, there's the Thrawn movie right there. So mm. if you recall from the original Expanded Universe, 
not non-canon. If you recall, there was something that went down during the uh, trilogy era when Thrawn was like earning his bones and becoming the Grand Admiral and all this other stuff. He failed at something or pissed off someone or displeased somebody, and the Emperor sent him away to the unknown regions forever, basically, you know, to pursue the Empire's interests there. He was originally thought to have been sent away in disgrace, but he was really there to basically chart out the unknown regions for the Emperor. This is in the old expanded universe. You know, that fits in, like, perfectly with... Yeah. So So check this shit out. At the end of this season or whatever, Thrawn is, like, disgraced in some way, or it appears to be so in some way. And then the Emperor is basically like, nah, you, I'm going to take you, and you're going to go off to the Unknown Regions and continue to map this out for the Empire. And not like the Unknown Regions where the Chiss are, like, because the Unknown Regions, according to the old canon map, are super vast. And so there's probably a lot of it that the Chiss don't even know about. Which is probably where, like, the First Order kind of went and materialized, you know, for the 20, 30 years later. So I think at the end of Season 4, Thrawn's basically sent away. He's like, hey, go back to the Unknown Regions with the small fleet and Vice Admiral Park and the Chimera and go do your thing. No, he takes a Super Star Destroyer, doesn't he? Oh, yeah. What? He never took a Super Star Destroyer. No, no, no. No, I'm saying, like... In um, that canon trilogy, that just the aftermath trilogy, isn't there a super star destroyer that they meet up with at the end? Oh, the eclipse, the emperor's the eclipse. super star destroyer. Yeah, yeah. I think he gives him that. <sighs> Holy shit! But that's years before. Yeah, that can't that 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 can't be right timeline wise, can it? Timeline wise, I feel like that happened. Oh, yeah, that happened true, too, too early because yeah, the emperor wouldn't be... send that away unless like all the shit hit the fan. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he had all this set up in place in the event of his death. Because he's the right. king, and all the chess pieces and the pawns need to be reset, and the reset, board needs yeah. to be reset. You just can't cut it away. I think, I think Thrawn. Um, I mean, you don't like, really know where the eclipse is overall. No. But yeah. No. No. It makes sense though. I mean, for your But you your genuinely theory. think then that they won't that he will survive rebels? I'm really hoping so. Mm. I don't think it makes sense. I think we all I think we're all hoping so. I think we're all hoping so. I think yeah, so. I, I think we're all hoping yeah. so, but oh, I yeah. think he he may have some sort of death where it appears that he died. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, everyone thinks he's dead, but he's survived. You know what I mean? Fucking Ezra needs to die. Thrawn needs to live. End of story. I think we all agree with that. Kanan and Ezra need to die. And Thrawn needs to live. Exactly. And despite uh, despite the fact that this timeline makes no sense, uh, Benicio Del Toro is Thrawn. That's it. Or his skin color. (laughs) (laughs) I could see his hair, but not his skin color. (laughs) Yeah, it's, well. it's like he's used makeup to disguise it, and then the big reveal. So when, yeah, this is making sense. When uh, Ryan Johnson said there's a massive um, surprise and reveal in the Last Jedi, that's what he's going to do. He's going to like put his face in the sink, like the Joker on the the, the, the Tim Burton Batman, <laughs> and it's going to be Benicio is Thrawn, and you're going to be the like, fan doesn't know Thrawn, and you'll so. be like, Kev was right. 
Kev was right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, and that is never going to happen. But oh, uh, that would be hilarious. that would be so funny. Yeah. Uh, oh, I mean, oh, that, that would, would be just, so. F- would, that would be hilarious. And I'd be like, <laughs> "What the fuck is really yeah. We'd all just go, "Fuck this! This is ridiculous." <laughs> yeah, this is ridiculous. Like, what the they fuck? just hire Kevin to on to do the writing. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm available. I'm available. I'm available. I'm happy to help out. So when does when does Rebels premiere? When, when is uh, the... October 16th. October 16th. On cool. Disney XD. Awesome. Disney XD. Yeah. Hey, so uh, part of Force Friday, they they released all the toys, obviously, but they also announced a pre-order for a VR experience called Jedi Challenges, and the company Lenovo is doing it. So it'll be available in November. I saw that for the VR, right? Virtual reality thing. Mm. What it's yeah. going to be is like, that, that, that. they give you like a, a legit replica of Anakin's lightsaber. Or now Ray's, I guess. Right. And it has that little like bulb thing on the end like the Sony PlayStation Move things have. And then you wear the VR helmet and you, you battle Kylo Ren in a lightsaber battle. And then there's other things like you can play that Jarek game. Jarek, what, what's it called? I can't remember. The one on the Millennium Falcon, that hologram thing on the table. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know what you're talking about. But, yeah. yeah, I think this is the one that they had at the celebration in London originally. Is that that where they had the? You could go and do the Star Wars VR. Did they have it in Orlando as well? Uh, I did not. See it. I think they did, but I it was too. Yeah, like everything else, couldn't fucking get into it, but. Yeah, that's that's exactly what happened in London because um, when I met Stefan and uh, Gemma at London, I think they they did it. They managed to get in, but then we couldn't get in because it was just like, you know, you've got to queue for a day to get in there or something. Um, <laughs> but I, I, I can't remember seeing it on Orlando, but um, by all accounts, it's amazing. By all accounts, it looks absolutely stunning when you've got the the headset on and the VR stuff. Hmm. Yep. Yep. So. Hmm. Want to watch that, but I I wouldn't have thought it's going to be cheap. Yeah. No. So the game the game is degeneric. It's like those little like animals on the chessboard. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. So I guess somehow you play that in a VR way. Oh, I don't. Cool. I don't even. I don't know how, but should be cool. I mean, from the reviews I've seen, they they say the lightsaber combat is pretty legit. Like. Like, he appears as a hologram in your room. Like, you see your room mm. behind him, and he just, like, appears as a hologram and starts swinging at you, and you gotta, like, block him and fight back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's pretty cool. That looks cool. Yeah, cool. Yeah, and then there's, like, another thing called strategic combat, where you, like, lead rebel forces against the Empire in a large-scale ground war. So, you command an army somehow with your thing. I'm guessing you like point it at like some troops and like make them go in a certain direction, but it's like I think I think it's the same thing. You see like your floor of your room underneath. I saw oh, that wow. in the commercial ad, and it does look pretty sweet. The VR stuff, though. Uh... Have you ever done it? No. Oh my god, I've done the PS4 one. Yeah. And. The um, uh, what's it called? 
PlayStation VR. Anyway, so I did this one where you sit in a chair. You're supposed to sit in a chair, and you have two pistols. And each one is one of those PlayStation Move things. You're holding mm-hmm. him. Yep. It's a roller coaster. <clears throat> so you wear the thing, and like you can turn all the way in a 360 and look around. And it's like you do you go you you you're on the track roller coaster track and there's undead zombies that come out you got to shoot them. It is so it feels so real in your head, but not <laughs> physically. <laughs> so can like, you imagine that Star Wars related? Like when you go down steeply, it's so weird when your body doesn't feel it, but your brain feels it. Yeah, it's, no, I it, I legit. It's I know surprising. what you're talking about because I, I did this this thing in uh, New Zealand where they sat you in it and it was a VR simulator where they strapped you in and stuff and the air blew at you like you're driving the car and you flew off the side of a building and it was pretty cool. Pretty dope. Yeah. So I'm ex- I, I'll wait for more reviews or maybe the technology to get better before I dive into it. What about you, Kev? Um... Probably the same as you. I mean, I'll have a look at it. It, it, I mean, I've heard, I think I mentioned earlier, just how um, good it is. But I'm in no rush with it. I wouldn't, you know, I could imagine it's expensive. So I'll just wait and see what reviews are like and see if it's worth it. Probably the same as you. All right. Uh, yeah, there is, a, there is a, a Star Trek VR that they're doing with like Bridge Commander or something like that, where you each person comes in as a member of the bridge crew for Star Trek. I really do want to get that, but there's like three, four big league VRs out right now, and a lot of them have to run through your computer, your PC, and I really don't have a PC that's powerful enough to run it if I don't have a PlayStation. So it's pretty difficult to get that set up. I don't know. Like I said, I'm gonna have to wait a couple more years to really see Mine which. Mine probably do it. I bet. Yeah. Well, yeah. You yeah, get a yeah, monster yeah. machine, but the uh, all I have is a silly laptop because I do more consoles and old games now than new stuff. But the really got to see which manufacturers like survive and like cut through. You know what I mean? Like HD. DVDs versus Blu-ray DVDs. Blue, Blu-ray clearly won. So it, it's, you get to wait and see like which ones sort of fall under and sink and which ones come to the top as being super reputable that's going to be around in five years from now. Yeah. Mm, cool. That's my thought. Well, we could talk... So next week we could talk about the Inferno review, Inferno Squad review. That was pretty dope. Um, powered through that book. Maybe if I get the book in time and read it fast enough, I can do uh, Phasma as well. I'm actually finishing up Rebel Rising now, and it's it's pretty cool. It fills in that gap between that prologue and Catalyst that you get yeah. at the beginning of the movie, mm-hmm. and and her waking up in like Wobani, like in the um, mm. detention cell. Yeah, I've done I've done the Rebel Rising one, but I'm halfway through Catalyst. So yep. yeah, I've done Rebel Rising, so I've got. Catalyst. Oh, you did Rebel Rising first? Yeah, I did. I told I told you to do the other way around. I know, I know. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> top man. So yeah, I've I've uh, I've, done, uh, I've done it the, the wrong way around. So I've done Rebel Rising because I got Rebel Rising and the um, Guardians of the Wills one together. So don't yep. fucking tell me what to do. Yeah. <laughs> 
So it I was did, a recommendation. Did, yeah, it was. It was <laughs> oh, fuck off. I'll do it my way. I'll do it my way, boys. Um, so, um, uh, yeah, so I'm on well, about halfway through Catalyst, so almost there on that one. I will say from Rebel Rising, tiny tidbit, they do, it's not really a spoiler. They do mention Ilum in it, which I thought was interesting because Saw, mm, sure. Saw's interested in why the Empire is so interested in kyber crystals. And they mention, like, oh, the Empire's, like, protecting Ilum. You know, and, like, mm. I, they know what they're doing there, and no one's allowed there. That's one for next week, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that's, yeah, Agreed. Rebel Rising. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so I'm I'm halfway through Guardian Wills. Guardians of the Wills. Ooh. I told you to read that first, Ed. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. What do you think so far? Quick review. I mean, it's it's small. It's mm. it feels like a small story, like a real. Like it is. Short it's story. like a little little backstory on them two. Like day in so. the life of Chirrut mm. and Bays. Yeah. That's what it is, pretty much. Yeah, it's cool though. One, one for next day in the life. <laughs> that's pretty. Funny. Yeah, so that's it. The news is that's the news for the week. We'll do the review on Inferno Squad next week because this went longer than we thought. And nice. maybe if we are still low on content, we'll talk more about us, our love for Star Wars. Yeah, man. Love and hate. All right, folks. Well, thank you very much for listening in, for tuning in. That concludes our episode four of Scruffy Looking Podcasters. Get a little fog cutters music to take us out on. And don't forget, you can reach out to us at scruffypodcasters at gmail.com. Um, you can check us out on Twitter. What's our Twitter handle, Ed? Scruffy Podcast. At Scruff- Scruffy Podcast. At Scruffy Podcast. So check us out on Twitter. Send us an email. Thanks again for listening. And you guys have a great week. See you next time. And the force be with you. And the force be with you. This party's over.